the FCM Fit Podcast with Jimmy and Flavia. Hello and welcome to the FCM Fit Podcast with Jimmy and Flavia. Today is officially our first full-length weekly podcast and in today's episode in fitness, we will be talking about dance hit intervals available on FCM Fit, nutrition, we look at essential vitamins and minerals and how to stay motivated in the winter months, and in life, we have the pleasure of interviewing Camilla Sacradella Rupp about her new book, It's Not You, It's Me. So stay tuned. Right, okay, we're in episode four. We are, can you believe it? Week four of 2020. Wow. And how's 2020 treating you so far, Flavia? Mm, interesting. It's been... <laughs> it's always a challenge, isn't it? Life is a challenge. Absolutely, absolutely. It's about how we deal with them. That's Well, you obviously listened to the last podcast. I did, I did. So, how's your week been? We've had quite a busy week, haven't we? It's been a long week, yeah. Obviously, we've had the uh, launch of FCM Fit. Yes, we had... Uh, that was supposed to be launched on the 9th. We... Had a couple of days delay on that, but you know, good things come to those who wait and we just had to iron out a couple of things. But however, thank you so much for your feedback. We've had some uh, great messages from you um, and you know, get involved. Let's get FCM fit. Let's get going and um, we'll keep we'll keep going with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for your patience. We got there in the end. Well, we've had another um, very exciting thing happen this week. We've um, had a bit of uh, meditation. How ah, are we going on? I have been... In meditation, I have had a word with myself. I've taken 10 minutes out of our schedule, which was actually, I have to say, the hardest thing that <laughs> I've done. It sits still for 10 minutes. But we have. We went to a self-care workshop with your old friend Camilla. Absolutely, yeah. It was great. We had had a really busy day, actually. Um, so it was amazing to actually go to the workshop. And she had us all sit there for 10 minutes and uh, did a lovely meditation, actually. But it, it just showed us that we it's real challenging, isn't it? Sitting there for 10 minutes. Just sitting there for 10 minutes is a challenge. Breathing, focusing on your breathing, trying to clear your thoughts or decide which thoughts you want to hold on to, which you want to let go of. It sounds simple, but when you actually put yourself through it, it just goes to show that we're just not used to doing that, are we? Exactly. But anyway, for those of you wondering why we did this, it was for Camilla's new book, which is being launched and is out now. It's not you, it's me, hence the title of the podcast. And she agreed to be interviewed by both of us. And uh, it will be later on in the podcast, so stay tuned. So I think we'll move on to fitness. So this week, what are we going to talk about fitness this week? So in fitness, I think we can talk a bit about maybe dance hit. Yes, dance hit. I yeah. was thinking we could play some of the tracks. Absolutely. That so would be quite nice. That would be good. So for those people out there who might be listening, who might not have listened to previous or visit the website, just give us a quick rundown of what dance hit is. So dance hit at the moment is eight different dance styles. Um, each one is about five minutes long. And it is a mixture of two dance moves and two more traditional exercise moves. So I've kind of tried to please more people. Mm. So if you're a dance fan, it might be a good way to introduce you to fitness. If you're a fitness fan, it might be a good way to introduce you to the dance. Yeah, makes sense. And they're short intervals. You can group them together. So you could do a five-minute jive, a five-minute samba, and a five-minute quick step. Or you could just do one. So it's very flexible. You can make up your own workouts, basically. All the intervals are on the website. And then each interval has its own teaching and technique where I basically just break the moves down so you can go through it as many times as you want, giving you a little bit of technique so you can also learn how to dance with a little bit of technique um, and keep practicing. And then once you press the class, 
video, then you can just basically follow along and enjoy the music. So this is a really good way of people who are into dancing or maybe enjoy watching dancing or the TV or Strictly or whatever it is, there are some basics of those dance styles which you have put in and mixed with your FCM Fit workout moves, yeah? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So if you fancy learning some of your favourite Saturday night moves in the jive, the salsa, the rumba, the cha-cha, a little bit of Charleston, quick step and so on, there's eight different styles, um, then yeah, it's a great way. You don't need a partner, obviously. You can do it on your own. It just gives you a flavour of each dance. You can maybe decide which one is your favourite, which dances maybe you'd like to go to a school and learn or go and have a, a lesson in. Um, and again, it's a way of introducing maybe people who are more fitness orientated, maybe mm. shied away from dance to to kind of, you know, attempt that and give that a go. So you can almost kind of create your own workout of different dances. That, that That's the idea, isn't it? So yeah, absolutely. Can, so if each dance is, what, four or five minutes long, then I suppose, I think what the idea is with the live class, when we start the live classes, is that you will combine a jive with a salsa and a samba kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be three different intervals and we can do it back to back. So that will take roughly 15 minutes. You should always obviously do a, a warm up and a cool down, which again is available on the website. When I do the live classes, we'll in incorporate that into the live mm. class. And you can do, yeah, as long a workout as you like, basically, or as short a workout as you like. Even five minutes of exercise is better than no minutes of exercise a day. So even if you just do a five minute cha-cha a day it's going to be better than not mm. I mean it's quite interesting because we trialed some early dancing stuff on Instagram last year if you remember yeah and uh, we had two helpers some of you may have noticed that we had two helpers that were used to sit in the background and keep things together which was Pablo and Zach you know dance it was always about them as much as it was about the uh, about the fitness angle so are we going to have Pablo and Zach going to be helping you in dance it this time around Absolutely. I mean, it was a, a random thing that they were there in the first place. We were just having a bit of fun in the summer, testing the waters. Um, it was great, actually. I really enjoyed doing that and uh, had really good feedback. So hopefully, you know, dance it is um, what's come out of that. And yeah, Pablo and Zach were a, a part of it. And hopefully, they, they you know, they'll, they'll be there all the time. And I think the funny thing was I used to get a lot of um, photos of people doing the little live class on Instagram with their dog. <laughs> the dog would just be lying there and sitting there. So, yeah, if you're a dog lover, dance lover, fitness lover, whatever you are, Dance It is obviously it for you. So, anyway, talking about Dance It, we just wanted to mention about the music because we've touched on it before and we said that our, you know, our friend Roger did the music, he's a music producer. I think it was quite right in saying that with this, because the music is so important, we just didn't want to use any sort of library music or any sort of kind of music that we can cobble together. Because licensing music is quite difficult, ladies and gentlemen. Well, obviously, so, whenever you're doing sort of anything dance-related, you've got to have the the feel of the music. The, mm. That gives you the vibe. And obviously, then you've got the tempo and the speed and things like that. So obviously, Roger being as talented as he is, I was able just to send him some tracks, give him some examples of samba rhythms, jive rhythms, quick steps and things like that. And then off of those ideas, he basically just created his own thing. And it's uh, he's come up with some really cool music, really you know good vibes, which incorporate the essence of each dance style, um, but with a very kind of modern and cool, cool way. Yeah, definitely. Well, should we take a listen? Here are you're going to play some three clips of the first three intervals that are available. I think there'll be the samba, the rumba, and the jive. Okay, here we go. 
So there you go. Some of observant members out there will notice that the actual last clip that I played there was for the jive and it's also the jingle for the show. Yes, it is actually. Well done, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we, just, we, we put, actually put it in for the first show and thought, you know, that works for the introduction. So kind of get this feeling that with that music, it's not your traditional sort of kind of samba or, or rumba sort of thing. It's, it's, it's a new vibey, you know, sound which mixes the sort of rhythms and beats of that dance, but in a kind of modern way. Absolutely. And also, if you do join Dance Hit, you'll get MP3 copies of those tracks, so you can put them on your headphones, and once you learn the routine, you can go off anywhere with them on your iPod or whatever and, and let loose, as they say. So, I think nutrition... Yeah, nutrition What are we saying about topic. nutrition this week? Well, I've picked a vitamin to talk about, for nutrition. All right. Yeah. Go because a couple of weeks ago, I don't know if some of you may have seen, I did a, a blog for NASM and it was about staying motivated in the winter months and essential vitamins and minerals needed in the winter months. So it's mm. quite interesting doing a bit of research for that. Yeah. And in doing so, I came across seasonal affective disorder, SAD. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. SAD. Well, that is actually a disorder being SAD. Yeah. What? Well, go on. Yeah, so it, it is a disorder. It's called SAD. Um, it's not fully kind of understood at the moment, but it is linked to a lack of sunlight, which right. leads to lower serotonin levels. Now, serotonin, if I'm right in saying, is the happy hormone. Yeah, it kind of affects your mood, your appetite, your sleep, things like that. So we, we could actually say that SAD is also known as, I suppose, winter blues. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And as you know, I mean, we all suffer a little bit from it, I think. You know, it's, um, you know, in the winter, it's uh, shorter days, it's harder, the weather's cold, you want to just be indoors. Mm. I quite you know. like, see, I quite like the winter. I don't know about anyone else, but I actually like the winter. No, we love the winter. We but love I, going there, out. But there are people that don't, but I quite like it. Anyway, moving yeah, on. Yeah, we love, go I mean, I love it as well. I've, I've got to, uh, more and more in love with it, sort of as, as I've got older, actually. I used to love the summer, but now I love the winter. Yeah. Uh, the great thing about going out in the winter, which is one of the things on the blog, is that obviously your body's kind of fighting all the elements, the cold weather, mm. it's trying to keep you warm so you're going to be burning more calories, you've got the wind, so again your muscles are working harder, so it's a fantastic thing to, you know, the more you can get out and about, the more your body's going to be functioning properly, mm. so there's loads of benefits 
about, you know, being out in the winter. But in relation to vitamin D, mm. it's not going to help us too much. So vitamin D basically releases serotonin. So basically what yeah. I'm trying to say is if we have a lack of vitamin D, yeah. then that can contribute to possibly us feeling a little bit low. Okay, that makes months. sense. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. So that was quite an interesting thing. But the other interesting thing that I came across when I was doing a bit of research was actually from the NHS website. Okay. And they basically say that during the months of October to March, yeah. there's not enough UVA in the British sun rays right. for us to even if we were to go out naked for example which i which would not we, recommend ladies and gentlemen <laughs> in the winter months we still wouldn't be able to to obtain enough vitamin d from the uh, sun's rays okay so we encourage people to go outside and get exercise and do all those things of course but what they're saying is that in the winter due to the lack of uva in the sun's rays we're not going to be gaining any sort of vitamin d from being outside exactly yeah so there are loads of benefits as we know about being outside you, you know meeting people all these things walking as we've talked about but you're not going to get your vitamin d so if you think about it it makes sense that also in the winter months we're not going to be wearing t-shirts and shorts necessarily mm. so you don't have enough skin exposure to get enough sun rays onto your skin anyway. Well, you look like an Eskimo in the winter. Uh, well, exactly. Nothing wrong with looking like an Eskimo, <laughs> first of all. But I do tend to look slightly more rotund than tall. <laughs> it's the amount of layers Yeah, it kind of goes out sideways and the length is quite short anyway. <laughs> so I tend to just roll around. Yeah. So there's not enough skin showing anyway. So I just thought it was an interesting fact because obviously for me it was always, oh, get sunlight, you know, be outdoors, you'll get enough vitamin D. And actually, you're not going to probably get enough vitamin uh, D from the sun's rays. Yeah, so if we're not getting it from the sun's rays, I presume then we've got to look at our diet and nutrition. Yeah, so so uh, the NHS recommend basically trying to rely on food sources during the winter months to try and get enough vitamin D in your system. Things like oily fish, mackerel, herring, sardines, also eggs and meat. Right, okay. Are another good one. So what about vegans? I mean, vegans like vegetables. Nothing wrong with that. Eat your vegetables, kids. However, they're not going to eat any of those things, are they? No, unless, no. So you've got things like fortified vegan milk, which we like. We have coconut milk, almond milk, soy milk. Tends to be fortified with vitamin D. Yeah. You've got tofu, which is very good. Tofu is the one, the protein. We love tofu. We love tofu. Eat your tofu. And yeah. you've got mushrooms as well. Wow, that went from <laughs> milk, <laughs> tofu... Mushroom. Mushroom. Any sort of mushroom? I think so. I don't know. I haven't gone that far into my research. Um, I'm not very good at uh, species of uh, mushrooms. Portobello mushrooms, I think I seem to remember, are got a high vitamin D content. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember that too. I don't know the other types, I'll be honest. Well, you eat them. I eat them. I like mushrooms. Yeah. And they've got vitamin D, apparently. Well, well, portobellos are the big, 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 juicy mushrooms. Maybe the bigger they are, the more they... Have vitamin D. Have vitamin D. <laughs> Who knows? We'll leave that one with you. Yeah, but I think the message of this whole story is the fact that, you know, vitamin D is very important. It's an important uh, vitamin for you to have and it is harder to naturally get it during the winter. Exactly, yeah. And I thought that was quite an interesting fact. Yeah, but however, you know, if you do have any concerns, anything like that, always, always, always consult your GP. That's the main thing. Absolutely. So, life now. Now we can talk about our meditation. We can talk about all those things we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Mm. 
life. Mm. This week, we are going to be giving you our first interview. Yes. And she invited us to her book launch last week. And not only was it a book launch, probably the most interesting book launch I think I've ever been to. Usually you just stand there, get your photo taken, have a glass of bubbly. But this was afternoon tea at a very nice hotel in London, and she did a self-care workshop. Yeah, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, She told a little bit about her story, her journey, which is very fascinating and very inspirational. Mm. And we were very lucky that she managed to fit us in for the interview, because she was very busy this week with the launch. I think the book is a bestseller on Amazon, which is amazing. Uh, We'll give you all the details of where you can purchase that at the bottom of the podcast as well. And we had a great interview with her and we had an even better sort of workshop on the day where, I mean, it said workshop on the invitation, but, you know, we were so busy that we just didn't put two of you together and we never thought that we would actually be sitting there meditating. Yeah. That has to be said. Yeah, exactly. I think the last time that Flavia asked me or suggested, should we say, that we try meditation, I think my reply was something along the lines of... Not today, I'd like to chill out. There you go. So uh, that kind of was a... <laughs> I could explain a lot of things about my attitude towards meditating. But I think, you know, today, obviously, in our busy lives, everything going on, it definitely is something. And it's only one part of what Camilla does. So I think without us rambling on too much, I think the best thing to do is cut to the interview and we went to see the other day. So you've got your third book. Which yes. is amazing. Sounds surreal when you say it like that. <laughs> so exciting. So obviously, Jim and I know all about the book, and uh, and we would love you to tell our listeners a little bit about it. Why you decided to write a third book and what it's all about? Well, I decided to write um, the third book. It's not yours, me, because um, I started to see a pattern uh, happening with my clients when they were coming for hypnosis and life coaching in general. And it would often be them starting to talk about someone in their life that was really getting on their nerves and upsetting them or a breakup or something. And then really realizing that there's nothing you can do about that person. The only thing you can do and that I could do was to help the client, guide them back to themselves, their stronger selves, Mm -hmm. finding their, you know, validation within their worth, knowing that they're enough and then start this healing process. Mm So I became curious about sharing some of these tools in a book rather than just in a one-to-one session so that more people could benefit from the help and afford the help as well because not everybody are able to get one-to-one coaching. Yeah. So it's like a life coaching session uh, all in a book, basically. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. We've actually started reading it individually yeah. in our own time, yeah. our own speed. We've got two copies, so we're staying we've in got two one different each. rooms. Good, so yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> ultimate self-care. Yeah, exactly. Then we can talk about it and also we can share it with our listeners as well. So I know there's quite a few techniques in there that people can actually do yes yeah there's 40 exercises in there which I didn't really set out to I didn't know how many there was going to be when I started but what was very important for me was to talk about self-love and self-care and this is men and women by Mm. the way and I think especially for men when I work with men in my in my practice but actually self-love is also um, being able to set boundaries you know in our relationships And, and that's work and at home and, and that's really important mm. these days when, when sort of, um, you know, we're always plugged in. 
Yeah, mm, so. absolutely. Well, we'll talk more about when we actually came to the uh, to your launch the other day and uh, and the meditation that we did, which we absolutely loved. Oh, we actually felt, we felt so inspired when we left. We were like, we've got to do this. It, I think the hardest thing was acknowledging that it was so difficult to sit there for ten minutes. All we did was ten minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I don't think we've sat like that for 10 minutes for as long as I can remember no in silence in silence it's so challenging but it's like the benefits are just massive aren't they yeah I mean what is one of the things that I really took from the whole thing was this idea that we should all try and take a short period of time every day to meditate to self-reflect to have these affirmations maybe you could just talk a bit more about that because I, I, I we, we've started doing that now. Yeah, we? absolutely. You realise the importance of it and actually I think it's a learning process. You have to teach yourself how to do that and you need to slowly like be comfortable with it because initially you yeah. think, you know, especially for you, I think it's quite awkward, isn't it, being there in silence? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're getting there. But you're so getting good. there and that's the whole thing is you've got to give yourself that yeah. chance, haven't you, to, to learn how to do that. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's so just so wonderful to listen to this conversation because I do remember when I was feeling pretty stressed and somebody suggested to me, because I was busy, right? Busy yeah. was my fave, right? Yeah. And then somebody said, Camille, you really need to sit still. I'm like, do I look like I have time to sit, to sit still? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I said. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that, that's just not possible. And then I kind of got around to the idea because I, I admitted the other day I hit a straight for burnout at 35 so I had no other choice than to sit with myself and, and realize that the strategy I was uh, running for my life was not working and um, I found those three minutes really really difficult mm -hmm. and my mom will be the first person to say oh Camilla never sit still well that's not true anymore because I do I teach other people to sit mm -hmm. still too and I happily sit for 20 minutes and I teach for 45 to an hour and it feels really quick. Mm. But let's be clear about something. Those first three minutes when I started for about a year or two, at two minutes in, I was like, can I stop now? Mm -hmm. And all I can think is, was how busy I was, yeah. how bored or I was. Things that you have to do. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. It's controlling your mind, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's kind of letting go even of the control. And to know that I'd have to just share this. This is my favorite fact in the world. We have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. That's a massive amount of thoughts, right? The 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day are never gonna stop. They're gonna come and go even when we meditate. So we're not meditating to switch off our minds. We're medita meditating to accept that they're gonna come and go, mm -hmm. but we have a choice what we focus on. Mm -hmm. And we can come back to one focus. We're not meditating, by the way, to become champion meditators and we don't get a trophy at the end of this. Mm -hmm. We meditate to become good at life. So in the moments when you want to react to something, mm -hmm. you have a moment to pause and to respond and to think about what's happening for yourself and for others mm -hmm. and therefore you will make a, a difference in the world not just your own world you are actually meditating not just for yourself but for everybody around you for what mm. you're going to put out there and mm. I suppose it's giving yourself a chance to make the choice that you actually genuinely want to make because you just allow that time mm -hmm. rather than to just react mm. more on impulse and maybe because of other influences around you yeah Another interesting thing that came out from the book launch when you were talking about your subconscious mm. and about those, because we we love dogs, we were into dog training, into dog behaviour, and one of the things me about too, dog, yeah, I love dogs. So, so you know, one of those first things that you got to do when you're training a dog is to try and fast track it in the first six months of its life, as many things and as many experiences, as many things as possible. Now. What you were saying that day is that our subconscious actually runs in a parallel way of the first six years of our life. 
Mm-hmm. So the subconscious is the imprint. Yeah. So our subconscious mind as adults runs our life 95% of the time, but it's running the systems from when we were children from mm-hmm. zero to six years old. So if we don't consciously dive into the subconscious and, and work with it through affirmations, through meditation or hypnosis, it will just do whatever it was taught. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's coming back to the 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. Deepak Chopra says something interesting. He says out of that thoughts, many of those thoughts are not even yours. And that point I really like because, you know, sometimes you wake up in a funky mood Mm -hmm. and then if you think about who you spent time with and the conversations you've had, maybe they've been judgmental, maybe it's been gossipy and you you start to feel yuck Mm -hmm. and you've had these, you have these thoughts and ideas suddenly, they're not even yours. Mm -hmm. And so in meditation, you get a chance to go, not mine, not mine. Let's come back to who am I at the Mm -hmm. core? What do I want to put out into the world? Completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That was my subconscious knocking. That was Yeah, exactly. Did you hear that? Yeah. That's your intuition, perhaps. Exactly. Coming out. But the other great thing that we uh, aligned with was the title of the book. I mean, how many times have we used this? It's it's not used, it's just me. Yeah. It really is. So, did you come up with the. Always interesting to find out. Was it the book first and then the title, or the title and then the book? (laughs) It was was a little bit of both. For me, it's always really important to know the title of the book first before mm-hmm. I actually dive in but of course the idea of what the message was underneath it came first so mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to share message wise and about taking responsibility of our own actions and then I just kept thinking about these words it's not you it's me would be the ultimate way of saying let me just look at my situation here first because before I you know mm-hmm. do anything Focus else on yeah something yeah, yeah external I mean one of the things that we talk about a lot with FCM Fit and our journeys is change, mm. okay? is the process of change. Many people are scared to mm, make yes. changes. Mm-hmm. We've decided to make changes in a positive way. And that's, I think, from seeing your journey, you've definitely been an inspiration for that because we've seen you over the last few years have this change in your life. Can you just explain a little bit about when you realized you needed to make that change and how was it was it an easy thing for you to do interesting because you touched on a few things but basically yes the fear of change is there for all of us but the and I'm sure you have felt something similar to this but it was just that I came to a time in my life where the feeling inside progressively got worse and worse and worse Mm -hmm. to the point that I literally didn't recognize myself I even feel feel emotional saying this or the life that I was living because I was like why why am I even doing this job yeah I didn't even understand what I was doing anymore and I literally had to stop let it all go and go who am I at 35 because I definitely was not the one that went into my career and the dancing at you know two and a half or or 21 when I committed you know what I mean and and that was really scary because it felt like everything how I knew it was stripped away. And I kept actually praying at the time that I could fall back in love Mm -hmm. with what I was an expert in. For three years, every day I would say, please, can I just be back in love with this? Why do I have to feel this way? And that can be, that for me was the relationship with my work that was reflecting that. For some people it's with their partner sometimes that reflects that. But I couldn't fall back in love because I was done and I was meant to move on. So scary. I started over completely. I've been in such novice situations where I literally was just, you know, didn't really know anything. And it was so 
uh, weird and 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 it so I don't know so sort of, I felt um, just like a beginner. Mm-hmm. Um, but they say beginner's mind is a good one to have, right? Mm-hmm. And I've learned to embrace that. There's a meditation album as well online. There's oh, guided right. meditations that comes for free. The link is in the book, comes for free. So people can follow along. They don't have to just sit in silence. They can Excellent. be guided. Oh, brilliant. Um, and um, ultimate self-care there. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, we'll be, as I said, reading. We'll be, this would be great for actually the, uh, the link. That will be really useful for us. And we will share our experiences with yeah. our uh, keep listeners. up the good work Camilla Thank and we'll have you, you too have you back on and maybe yeah. next time we can do a little meditation That'd like a nice. five minute yeah. little session yeah. for listeners definitely thank you so much it's been thank so much you. fun there you go what a great interview I mean how inspiring is Camilla really from what she's achieved and what she's done in the journey she's been on yeah absolutely um, she's come so far and uh, achieved so much you know and uh, this is her third book I've already started reading it and I'm hooked so I'm now at the point of the book where you need pen and paper. So you need to start writing things down and jotting things down. So it's very exciting. And I'll keep you posted on how I get on. You know, self-care is something that you're hearing more of. I'm hearing more of. I look online, I read articles. And it's something that we need to take seriously. I think it's, it was very prevalent in the US. You know, the times I've spent in America, you know, people are, have been doing self-care for a very long time. It's a kind of a normal thing. I think in this country, it still has a stigma to it. People talking, people, you know, actually putting their hand up and going, hey, you know, I've got issues. I've, I've got problems. I need to talk. It's, uh, it's a lot more acceptable these days, but we, there still is a long way to go. But I think the thing that I believe is that, you know, you, yeah. need, to, you need to understand your inner workings to the best of your ability um, before you can kind of go out in the world and and relay it to other people yeah absolutely i think here you know the one thing that's talked about a lot is mental well-being Mm. Um, but i think this is slightly different you know self-care you don't really hear about that Mm. very much so it's really nice that she's been able to kind of introduce more people here Mm. and the great thing is that she's passing on tools that they can physically try and do maybe people you know it can reach people who won't necessarily maybe speak to friends or family about their situation they may be, you know, feeling stuck and unable to kind of reach anybody. And to be able to have a book and have some tools and practice those tools can make a, you know, huge difference to their lives. Yeah, I mean, it's, we often talk about being positive, having a positive mindset. Now, you've got to try and have that, but in no way, shape or form is it necessarily the easiest thing to do. I think it would be very hypocritical for me and Flavia to be sitting here going, be positive, be happy, life's good, my life's great, hey, everything's wonderful. You know, you have to try and get into a place where you are positive, but that journey's not easy. You know, it's not easy for any of us to be there because we all have our niggles, we all have our issues, we all have our, you know, things going on with We all have our life people. stories and our demons and it's a constant... You know, life is a constant challenge. Got to try and not live in, I think for us, not live in that past of whatever it may be and try and live in the present to move forward. One thing that we're going to introduce to this weekly show is a thing called Our Message to You. And Our Message to You is simply something that we've either seen, read or heard. Um, it could be a poem, could be a... A, an article could be a saying could be anything that you want to leave you on a thought and I think with what we've been talking today I 
some came to attention. I think it was something that you wrote this week when we were doing some writing and stuff. And there was a quote that came up from William James, who is a an American philosopher, very famous old American philosopher. And he simply says, human beings, by changing the inner attitudes of their minds, can change the outer aspects of their lives. See you next week. The FCM Fit Podcast with Jimmy and Flavia.